Hello Cornerstone. I'm at Cornerstone Bedford View at the moment, where we have an elders meeting later this morning. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us as we speak. I want to give you some reports as to what's taking place in this church and in this body. Personally, I feel we're in a season where there's a lot of uncertainty. However, I want to allude and walk you through a story that you've probably heard a thousand times over. And I hope that you can catch wind of what I'm talking about. We go back into the book of Daniel. Daniel 3, from verse 19. If you'll allow me, I'll read. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that, he, that his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he offered some of the strongest men of, of his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing fire. If you remember what had happened prior to this, you, you know why they were being bound and why they were being thrown into the furnace. But I'll continue. So they were tied up and thrown into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments. And because the king and his anger had demanded such hot fire in the furnace, the flames killed the soldiers that threw the three men. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, securely tied, fell into a roaring flames, fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in, an amaze, in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, didn't we tie three men up and throw them into the furnace? Yes, your majesty, we certainly did, they replied. I want to pause there a minute. What we notice here is that up until this point in time, Nebuchadnezzar had not been startled. Nothing had shook him prior to this. Even though these three men were willing to die for what they stood for, that hadn't shaken him. What did shake him, though, was the fact that they acted upon what they believed. It wasn't them professing their faith that resulted in them in Nebuchadnezzar rising up, it was more action of their faith that resulted in Nebuchadnezzar rising up and exclaiming what had taken place. Now we are all in different situations in our lives. We are all walking down different paths. But I want to remind you that there's always someone looking to, to place a hurdle in your path. What you need to do is not just hold on to your faith, but act on it. And as Christians, the more we act on our faith, the bigger it gets, the larger it grows, and the further it can go. As we've been going through this discipleship series, I've been asking myself, am I doing justice to the tools that God has given me? Am I a Shadrach, a Mishak, or an Abednego? Or would I be the first to bow down to another God if the circumstances were dire. But as soon as we begin to hold on to the faith that God has placed within us and begin to act on it, things change. What you'll notice is what happened shortly after this was that in verse 25, look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, I see four men unbound, walking around in the fire unharmed. And the fourth 
looks like a god. Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Not a hair on their heads was singed. Their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell of smoke. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angels to rescue, he sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king, commanded they defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than to serve or worship a god except their own god. Therefore, I make a decree. If any people, whatever their race or nation or language, speak a word against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they will be torn limb from limb and their houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. There is no other God who can rescue like this God. After this, what happened was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were lifted up and high in Babylon. They were given official roles within the kingdom. And really, that's what I believe God wants to do with each and every one of us. But there's a call upon each of us to do something. And that something is to act not just profess our faith, but act on our faith. Let's get ourselves into those difficult situations that seem like they are insurmountable and place God beyond and above everything and work it out. Believe with action and not just with words. And I believe that our goal as Christians and our mandate as Christians that Jesus left behind for us as he was lifted on high it's something that we can fulfill only if we begin to act I spare you on and I spare you to, to, to get to that place where you where you find it within you start with the small things start within your home stretch it out to your workspace move into your community wherever it is that you are find an opportunity to act on that which has been placed within you. And the beauty of it is that we as Cornerstone, as a family, surely know the fact that we are together in this. And like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you have brothers and sisters to stand with you. You don't have to run this race alone. Dare I say that we need to leave behind this Christianese when things aren't working well. We honestly need to be honest with each other so we can fight through the battles that we are facing. And we can only do that when you have people who have good intentions to see you grow and become better than you already are. So my call to you is simply to act. For with action, there will be movement. And with action, you will always find another in the fire. We all see fires, but we need to have another in the fire and he only comes when we act 
So with that, I really, want, I ho I really hope you're encouraged. But before I sign off, I want to tell you, or rather, I'll let them do it themselves. Joe and Kathy would like to uh, give you a message. And I hope you catch wind of what's taking place there. And that it inspires you. Good day. My name is Joe. This is my wife, Kathy. And uh, we have two children, Daniel and Tori. We have been a part of this uh, church for a number of years on the leadership team. And we had the awesome privilege of leading uh, the Yeovil site for the last five and a half years. And um, this morning, as a family, we have some news, some exciting news that we'd like to share with you. But before I do that, what I would like to ask is this question. What is on God's heart? What is on God's heart? And the simple answer to that question is people. People, people, people. See, in Matthew and the book of uh, Mark, it says that those who are well do not need a doctor. It's those who are sick who needs a doctor. Then we jump over to the book of Luke. And there it speaks about Jesus and his uh, ministry. He came to seek and save that which was lost. See, Jesus' ministry did not end when he went to heaven. It continues through you and I together. And so this morning, the exciting news that we want to uh, share with you um, as a family is that we will be planting a church. We will be planting a church in an area called Kilani. Kilani is in the north of Joburg, and we're excited about this church plant. The key word I felt during this time while praying is the word restoration. I felt God lay that word on my heart, and I felt that he wanted to um, be used in the restoring of marriages, restoring relationships, restoring families, and ultimately restoring the relationship between man and God. And so there are three areas that we'd love for you to pray with us for. The first is a venue, just a place to meet in. The second is a team that would um, hopefully come around us and help us pioneer into this area. And thirdly, that we would be in the will of God and that he would receive all the glory through our lives. So we invite you, we invite you to join in on this exciting adventure by way of prayer. Pray, pray, pray for us and with us. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, what a privilege to hear of the great exploits that you're going to do. And with that, I hope that you too are called to act and move in action. Thank you.